Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Hello and welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here and it is so wonderful to have your company today for episode 226. This week on Toy Power, we take a very special talk to another wonderful guest that we have waiting in the wings and we're going to talk through a number of issues around what's going on in his world. We then are going to touch on some questions that special guest has for us. guest has got questions for us. Look out. Figure grading and all sorts of wonderful things. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. Roger, Roger. Frank. What's up? Darren. Great to be with you, everyone. And let's reveal him, our wonderful guest, Guillermo Olivio. The man, here. the legend, the, the one and only, the chosen one, Gilly. Gilly, Gilly. Good night, good night. Nicely done. It is wonderful to have you on the show, Guillermo. And today, we did want to start to check in with Plastic Chats. This is the, the four-part series you've launched in between season one and season two of Plastic Crack to tide everyone over with their, their wonderful chats with these what what you would have to call super collectors mm. collectors that just have so much in their collections and so much knowledge and so much insight where where are you at with plastic chats and what what's sort of the next step for that for that show well first of all guys I, and i i have to thank you for inviting me once again you you all know that i love your show i listen to the show every time so it's very weird when i'm in the show because I, i'm not a fan of listening to my voice <laughs> but and and you know it's like one of the oh yeah this episode i can't wait for it <laughs> but um, thank you thank you so much for inviting me to your show um well, Trent, why don't we address you? You look because people are listening. With you look like Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, I'm sorry, I cannot skip that part. Yeah, well, it's a, it's an audio podcast, so yeah. for those of you listening, you probably haven't seen the the change in appearance over the last year or two everyone years. remembers his clean cut lego masters little little choir boy now we've got that we've got the full beard we've got the the glorious mane with the ponytail you know to keep it neat and tidy it's uh it's a different it's a different trend really it is a different trend and you, you got know. sick of being recognized well that's right <laughs> no i i feel since you guys are sitting in a in a very specific way i feel like i'm um I'm walking into the Jedi Council. <laughs> <laughs> and Trent, and Trent, because of the angle of the shot, Trent to be, seems to be teaching Ben, who's right next to him. He looks shorter than him. He's, he's my Padawan learner. That's yeah. it. He's great. At, he, he's been granted permission to sit on the Council, but not the rank of Jedi Master. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's furious. He's, He's not a Jedi yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, going back to plastic chats, yes, um, um, this was that was a very um, interesting challenge, if you will, during the pandemic and during the peak of the pandemic when we were all like pretty much locked up. Um, 
you know, I'm a storyteller. Uh, we do this off camera. Like when, when I'm not working or, or, or sharing precious time with the family, I'm pretty much talking to, to all of you or uh, some of my toy friends that were basically even, you know, talking about toys. And um, one of the things that started happening with the boom of Zoom and Skype and connecting like that is like, you know, Oh, show me what you got, and uh, let's share some 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 halls, and and that's where the idea strike. Like, wait a minute, if if I'm already spending two hours talking to all these people, why don't why don't we record it and why don't we share it with the world? Because mm. they were very interesting conversations. So um, that's how everything came up. The idea was to release it during the pandemic, but that's that was wishful thinking because one of the things the team said, like, well let's keep it simple and i hate when they start doing that because i'm the first one that 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 sabotaged that part um <laughs> let's keep it simple was supposed to be just one-on-ones talk to someone else record the whole thing put it on top of graphic let's get it out we pitch it to our usual to our usual um outsource and they like the idea um, but but then of course i go well you know I don't know about looking at my face for two hours straight. So why don't we cover this with B-roll? So let's that translated to make a long story short into a, a long session of a, a myriad of toys lining up and on like waiting in line for a photo session <laughs> in a studio. And then, well, you know, we kind of need like something to to hype up the interest. Why don't we do stop motion? And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it just got out of hand as usual as usual but we were able to record 20 20 lovely sessions oh wow, wow. that's awesome. awesome yeah with with amazing collectors ben as you saw in the trailer is there what? I, I, can, <laughs> yep. I cannot wait for that episode because Besides what Frank could think right now, I really, really had fun talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you, uh, I'm in love now. Yeah, yeah. I need to see this. Yeah. We talked about Shredder. Yeah, just a, a yeah. Little of course there. you did. Yeah, yeah. We we didn't talk about the four whatever. Um, we were talking about the, the interesting part of the story, the, the bad guy. You know. Yeah. Um, so, well, that's, that's in a nutshell. I mean, there four of them are out. Um, they're, they're all very special. I, I wouldn't say there's one better than another. It's just, they're all different. They're all, it, it's the same format, if you will, but they're all, they're all, they're all very special. And then the audio of it became a special podcast, which is only going to be 20 episodes long. It's not going to be a recurring thing. Yes. Um, mm. going back to normal. So plastic chats just here this is what we did during the pandemic and you know that's that's how it's gonna stay because if i if i want to do this again i will prefer to make an effort and see how can we arrange something and then actually physically go and and have these conversations yep. in person i think that has more juice yeah but that's what it is as plastic chats in a nutshell Nice one. And in a bit of a segue to that, going back to the Shredder thing, I need to personally thank you for uh, obtaining my holy grail, the Tyranno Shredder, being the middleman oh, yeah. and uh, having that sense to me uh, over in Australia. So that I just thank you, man. That was just magic. Still 
prized possession in my toy room behind glass. It's just uh, fantastic. So, and I got oh, to hold yeah. it. I got to hold it. I'm happy with that. I don't have to yeah. pay the price I got tag. To see so one. hold it yeah. in my hands. I'm good. Yep. Right. <laughs> well, I have a confession to make. Go for Uh-oh. it. Oh, <laughs> talking about that and 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 in connection to what we we're just talking. So. I, I once again looking at my face for two hours wasn't com- wasn't something that I thought was gonna work. And in your episode, we talk about that piece. So when that piece got to my place, oh. I literally stopped what I was doing and I spent like two hours filming it. So yeah, ah, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, awesome, man. It worked out well. Yeah, cool. Let's yeah. go. It's gonna be on your episode. That's oh, why it sweet. took me a day yeah. to chip it. Yeah, uh, all good, man. All good. No dramas <laughs> at all. It. Thank you again. That's awesome. Yeah, just oh, magic. You know, the, the just so in, hard. In all to fairness. Him. It's going to be used with your voice behind it. So it's not yeah. like I was taking advantage of, of the Passover. You know? No, that's cool. No, no, no. Totally cool. Uh, so, and you know, segue to that as well. You've got a Spanish version of Plastic Trats, please. Uh, so is that also 20 episodes long or? No, no. Okay. So I have a very good friend called Alex Goncalves. We've been working for many, many years in different things. Uh, he's he's in a Spanish um host he has a large following he started this this pretty nice idea of of reinventing radio if you will so he basically opened up a youtube channel called called connector now and he has one one show per day is is a weekly show but he has one for mondays one for tuesdays and 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 Mm. so on so i send him the trailer of chats because he happens to like toys as well and then he's like why are you doing this in spanish <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh i don't know because I'm, I'm really i'm still trying i'm, I'm still uh, you know honestly i'm i'm still um coping with this thing of being on camera that, that has never been my thing right, right? Hmm. but he talked me out of it and i'm like well you know why not again i'm trying i'm doing my best to keep that one, that one as simple as possible, but we're still we're still shooting B-roll and mm. adding stuff, and we spent a few days editing. And but that became a recurrent um, episode that airs every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern time in Spanish. <laughs> but so it's pretty much like a like a like a relative to plastic chats, but from another country. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I jumped on there one day. You were texting me and we were conversing and uh, you said, oh, it's going to uh-huh. be live in a few minutes and I just happened to have the day off. So it was like 10 a.m. our time over here. So I watched it and uh, even though I don't speak a lick of Spanish, I didn't know what you really were talking about, but the collections are amazing, man. Like, the it language just, of toys is just, universal. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like gobsmackingly cool and uh, that alone... I caught my interest and I kept watching. It was amazing. So, you know. And, and well after done. that, he's now speaking yeah, to us. Yeah, fluent. I want to see the toys weren't educational. I'll tell you, Ben's living proof by I want to see the Spanish version of Ben. That would be impressive. Like He collects splinter variants. Funny enough, the network, because they have a huge following. I think they already have close to... 50,000 subscribers. Wow. So it's something that is growing fast. So they call me that night and they say, dude, this thing is working. You got people watching from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
this one guy <laughs> yeah, who sounds suspiciously Benjamin. familiar. Yeah, 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 no, I didn't. Dis- I didn't disclose that. I was genuinely impressed. It was really cool. So yeah, awesome. Thank you, thank you. It's it's very interesting because it turns out that we found out that there were not we're not alone there's there's a, a handful of other people doing the same thing in spanish but it i can count them with one, with mm. one hand yeah. so yeah. that I, I i didn't realize that there was a niche in in a very interesting opportunity there in just another language so fantastic cool. very you know, cool reinventing part of post-covid exactly yeah, yeah. yep, yeah. yep. So uh, what's happening? What's happening next? You know, Plastic Crack season two, right? Is that that's still in the works? Obviously, where are you sitting with the uh, with that at the moment? Well, I sincerely hope this thing starts to pay off because I I'm about to lose my my real job. Uh, so <laughs> I, as I said, just to paint it in, in perspective, we're currently editing the the following four plastic chats. Um, they're coming out great. I, I cannot like I, I love each and every one of them. We tried not to curate because I don't want to use that. It, that's not the let's let's re rewind and erase that I just used that word. Uh, let's pretend that I didn't. Uh, um, we try to select different personalities that could represent different lines so we don't repeat ourselves and talk about Star Wars four episodes in a row. Mm. So we have. Once again, Frank, believe it or not, we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then we have Joe's, and then we have My Little Pony, and, <laughs> and so on. So we have 20 different, completely different episodes. Um, so the next four, I'm very excited about them. They're really, they're coming out really, really cool. I'm not, I'm not going to spoil any of it. Uh, but at the same time, I have Galaxia de Plastico en Español every Thursday at 8 p.m. and... We're chewing heavily season two of Plastic Crack. Um, the I wouldn't I wouldn't call it an issue, but uh, the challenge with Plastic Crack, um, the, a little bit of spoiler here, it's that some of the people that we taped are no longer here with us oh. in the post-COVID environment. So right. now we have to. I had to stop and 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 rewind and retake because now I have to be a little. We have to be extremely respectful respectful with yes. that yeah and and more towards a tribute to to those um individuals um but at the same time while that is happening i keep putting my my editors in in, in trouble because i keep filming stuff yeah. <laughs> like, well, now we had it where we had this and there we thought we were square out we thought we were locked down so i just keep adding stuff to to, right. to the pipeline so yep. What I can assure you is going to be worth the wait. Yeah, definitely. We have some unique, unique, never seen before things in that season that I can I cannot wait to share. <laughs> oh, that. we're very excited. Trust <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. We're very sorry to hear about the passing of those that are, yeah. you know, mm. that were involved with it that are no longer with us. But yeah, we are, uh, and we know that you you do them absolute justice in making this a tribute to them and who they were. Yeah, well, as you guys saw in season one, the, the it, it, it's so easy to mock our lifestyle and what we do and our hobbies. And I, 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 I was that was one of my must-have. Like, this could not be portrayed in a different light than in a respectful way. And yeah. then, obviously, I'm biased. I'm defending, you know, I'm you're one of us. My own, yeah. right? Correct. So, but now this is another type of 
just take it to another level. Now we have to be very, very respectful with that. But it's going to be worth the wait. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. All right, we might change gears a little bit, and uh, I would like to hear some of the questions you have for us. Yeah. I'm a bit scared, but uh, I'd love <laughs> oh, to. Uh, yeah, kick it off if well, you don't mind. What Ben, when you reach out, I thought like, well, you always invite people and you ask people questions, and and I rarely get to see. I have I have experienced that. I have listened to that, but I rarely get to see the formula backwards like people coming to your show and ask you questions so okay yep yeah in order not to not to um command the narrative like like brock mccollum did last time <laughs> big hug to our canadian friends who by the way i'm doing i'm i'm gonna pull that that they're doing an amazing work i mean yeah. i love action figure adventure everything that they're doing and they're paving the ways to to some of us to new route to new ventures and i sincerely hope that they keep doing everything that they're doing because they're awesome so big big shout out to them 100 absolutely so, so you too my friend thank you thank you mr darren um let's go with the questions shall we yeah do Fire it away let's just start with ben oh okay help <laughs> ben number one being extremely unlikely and number 10 being you're all in how would you feel about a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle series where Shredder is the main role and we get to see the other angle of the story? Again, one being extremely unlikely and ten being you're all in. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I vote eleven? It's a number and then elaborate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Nice. Foot, fantastic. Yeah. Foot, I, foot Clan the series. I, I would love to see that because... And, and, and a sort of a different take on this is we've seen uh, in one of the uh, Mar image comic books back in the l early 2000s, late 90s maybe, uh, Raphael doned the mask of the Shredder and things like that. So mm. that was very dark and things, and of course that was uh, short-lived. But in the current series of the Ninja Turtles that I'm reading from I, uh, IDW, yep. is it? Yeah, yep. uh, Splinter mm -hmm. is the Shredder. He's and the head of the Foot Clan, yeah. Mastering the Foot Clan. So I just love these aspects that even though Shredder is not, you know, quite present, his life and blood lives on. You know, his his um personality, influence. yeah, influence and everything lives on. So I, I would be all in on that. And it'd be so cool to sort of shine the light on the bad guy thinks he's doing everything right you know he's he's trying to uh do good by his name his uh clan his society you know he's trying to make the rich richer and the poor you know need to pay their taxes for heaven's sake you know sort of aspect <laughs> right. uh, show and, the gray rather yeah, than yeah yeah have everything black and white yeah mm -hmm. good and, and then and guys. then these you know four um mischievous uh, mutants not even humans rise up against the scene <laughs> and uh can you know go toe to toe on his his you know, ninja style that he's business, created. Yeah. And, you know, that that's very foreign. That's like aliens coming along. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think this, that's a really cool, yeah. I'm, excuse me, I need to go and do some writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I knew I knew that was going to trigger you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love well, it. Great let's, let's question, man. Oh. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Master Darren. Ooh. One oh. being nope. <laughs> One will do. And 10 being, why are you even asking? <laughs> so the question is, how likely are you going to army build the new Eternian Royal Guard figure? Okay. <laughs> One being, nope. 
one will do, and ten being, why are you even asking? Uh, ten already. I've already jumped in. <laughs> I've already got an army. I already did that, and then I went back up on sale today, and I went and bought some more. <laughs> so guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. I'm sorry. Bigger, that man at arms with no mustache is just. For an army bill there, that's just, that's cocaine. <laughs> right. It's what you would call plastic crack, my friend. <laughs> the moment I saw the, the I you, you're not going to believe it, but the moment I saw the reveal, I thought of you and I'm like, oh, Darren must be just running wild. Yeah, pretty much. Can't, can't click the, um, can't the order. mouse. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, fast, fast enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you had to click order again because you'll get charged again. I'm like yeah. thinking, well, maybe that yep. doesn't matter. I, I want to be charged more. again. Yeah. <laughs> like, how many are you getting, Darren? Uh, well, I ordered um, 10 earlier in the week. Um, really? And I went and ordered some more today. I won't say how many. Because um, I love it. Killed. But, um, does it start with a one and end in a zero? <laughs> no, it wasn't quite that okay. many. But it's... Um, Somewhere between that and five. <laughs> to give you an order. I just couldn't resist. They went up again. Amazing. They were gone. Amazing. They went up again. And... It, no. it, it, it's like Leo has I that. I didn't think they'd be up for that long enough. For I'll get some. You know, one of our patrons missed out. Um, in fact, a couple of our patrons missed out. And I thought I'll get some more. You know, I can I can sell the, I can sell them for cost. Or in one friend's case, I can always gift it to them. You know, because they, they missed out um, before. And then I find out several hours later they're still there. <laughs> and and that person is alluding everyone. Um, All these people that missed out, you're just like, what are you doing, guys? You're not trying hard enough. Like, <laughs> order like Darren does. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I'm not saying that at all. They went and, you know, they were gone. I just thought, yeah. you know, this is this could be a narrow window. Then I noticed Entertainment Earth have got them up for sale as yeah. well. So so it looks like they're, they're hopefully not going to be as scarce and people can, can army build to their heart's content. Nice. Well, I, I don't know who's behind. I don't know the people involved with Mattel, but I, I mean, I sincerely hope that after, like, besides He-Man and Skeletor, who are here in the U.S. are pegwarming everywhere, mm. yeah. uh, the rest of the figures, you can barely, I have not seen them in store. I've wow. heard that. They yeah, keep okay. flying off the shelves. And, they and... keep flying off the shelves. So I, with that with that data already, they should know that this guy is going to be an army builder, so they're better they better yep. print as much as they can because that would be the printing money. I know, would right? think so. Um, I called it on our last episode a license to print money. So, you know, I'd just keep keep machines turned on Mattel. Mm. Yep, and keep it going when the Horde Troopers come along. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Because that, that'll help keep the line going for years. Yeah. Well, let's move to the next question. And it, like, like you always said, all right. Uh, so the next question is for Trent. <laughs> uh, so Trent, this is an easy one. It's not a, a one to ten. It's actually a, a, a ABC. You pick one. Um, so if here's a question: If Lego minifigures start popping up in blisters, you know, with a seal bubble like Star Wars figures, you will a rip them as a savage beast without hesitation. <laughs> B buy two, one to open and one to keep mint on car or C buy three and not open anyway <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well Gilly it's a uh, it's, yep, it's a compulsion I, I have show. this is living proof that I listen to a show well <laughs> I would hope that Lego in their infinite wisdom around collectors 
would put that in a, a kind of a cl- resealable clamshell that I can I can carefully <laughs> open with with tweezers and, and cotton wool <laughs> gloves, gloves and, all that, yeah. and reseal. But but on the basis that that they haven't done that, um, minifigures are so small. I feel like the option to buy four wasn't given. <laughs> and, and that would be that would be a sufficient number because they don't take up much room and they don't cost a lot. So just just give me as give, give me as many as I can get, and I, I probably would have to. I have a rule with Lego. My rule with Lego is here we go. I I, I open it all. I open all my Lego. Yeah. Because to me, there's no sense that the, the whole joy of a Lego set is to build the set. Yep. Yeah. Um. And and so a minifig on a on a blister, I think I'd have to open it. But I think I'd have to get one to keep Mint on color. <laughs> so you will go for, for option B. Yeah. Buy one. yeah. Lock, <laughs> that, lock that in. There's no savage ripping going on here. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, I, coincidentally, in the in the latest Galaxia Plasticor episode, my, my guest is a father as well. And we were, you know, dwelling on, the, on this new challenge with new generations who preferred an iPad versus action figures. And we were... We were going in depth of the future of action figures. Then I brought up the fact that Lego changed the case because you can always say, well, you know, action figures are just going to die with our generation. But I can still see not only with my kid, but with my niece and nephews, like if you bring a box of Legos, they might put the iPad down. Yep. They might yeah. just, you know, yep. let's, let's keep the iPad at break and let's start playing with bricks. Lego still has that magic. Yes. Yeah. Mm. What do you think is that? Is that? It wasn't part of the questions, but now that we're talking about that, oh look, I, I think the the building element is big on Lego, and and I think it's just such a good quality toy that's been. Mm-hmm. I think they they found uh, the 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 you know how to make a brick and how to connect it, how to make it of a plastic that's of a quality that parents are happy to buy, durable. that want to mm-hmm. buy it for their kids. And then I can do the exact same thing. My kids were at home with me on Friday. They All they wanted to do was play Fortnite. All they wanted to do was to get out the iPad. And I'm like, we're going to have a break. And I'm like, think of something to do. And my son's like, well, I want to play with Lego. And he bought Lego boxes into the room. I was sitting on the computer building Lego in my digital design program because I needed access to parts I don't have. And my kids were sitting on the floor playing with Lego. We were all playing with Lego. I joined them on the floor. And I think it's just that experience is yeah. that it's it's tactile, it's creative, it's fun, it's brightly colored. And now with the bevy of licensed properties you have, you know, they can get characters that, that they resonate with, that mm. they like. They can get Batman, they can get Spider-Man, they can get the Daily Bugle, they can get the Batmobile. Um, and they can be creative with it as well. They can build mm. their own Star Wars vehicles. So I think... At its heart, it's it's a quality toy that speaks to that generation and 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 brings some creativity out of them that they're missing from just sitting in front of an iPad. Yeah, and and I think as well the the uh, fact that my Lego that I had as a kid that's you know almost forty years old now or something that they can it still connects perfectly seamlessly with the Lego that they've just bought yesterday off the off the shelf, and I think mm-hmm. that's a huge contributor to uh you know the play value and things that you know it can all be mixed in together that all of a sudden you bring out that box of lego from the you know basement or the the top attic or whatever and mix it in with theirs and then they've got double the amount of lego mm. they had before and that's a huge whereas toys and things don't always fit with other toys uh scale and everything like that so yep 
Yeah, they basically don't get old. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Amazing. Amazing. Well, mm-hmm. see, I, I listen to the show. Look, the <laughs> questions are very, very crafted. So, well, all right. Um, let's go to the last question, which is Mr. Frank. All right. <laughs> all right. Why? Well, I see uh, you're getting tense there. Don't worry. The, it, as, at this point, you should all see that these questions are very, like, I don't know why Ben was so worried about it. <laughs> okay, Frank, one being it's too late for me <laughs> and 10 being I feel like an apex predator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Here's the question. As we found out in the episode 200, after you stopped collecting turtles and started collecting GI Joes. How did I know it was going to go this way? Do you feel more masculine now? <laughs> <laughs> One being it's too late for me. Ten being I feel like an apex predator. Now. <laughs> What's uh? <laughs> so so you, let's you mess turtles away. Mess now you're playing with GI Joe. Like, did your voice change? Do you feel more? Like, I know. That I started growing hair in weird places. Yeah. Like yeah. his voice broke. <laughs> yeah. Um. I started noticing girls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how to answer this. Um. I, I would say my foray into classifiers has not been unpleasant. All right. Mm-hmm. I uh, as 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 we've mentioned, I I recently got the um no oh, I can't remember Zartan. his name Zartan. Thank you very much. Uh, I've added Zartan to my collection. Um, You're all red and nervous. Right? <laughs> what happened? This is Chris what... Winston is going to get mad at you again for not <laughs> taking the bunches correctly. During the week, he said I was the only one who brought up his um, GI Joe. GI yeah, Joe I fandom. I think <laughs> proving I'm not the only one. Uh, <laughs> this is this is not. You know what? As soon as I realised I was the last question, I was like, I oh, know uh, this is going to be a GI Joe thing. Dead set. <laughs> like that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Uh, I would say I, I feel like a more well-rounded collector now that I have, you know, bre- uh, you know, delved into something that I've never delved into. Darren loves to give me grief about G.I. Joe, but I, I own, hang I'm on, so hang on, I own more G.I. Joe than you, you do, do, so you're the one who's missing out, okay? You haven't hit puberty yet, all right? <laughs> I'm I'm already there, I'm I'm making headway on this, so... <laughs> headway, making headway in your foray into puberty. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were that kind of show, but anyway. <laughs> so, uh, uh, did I answer I the question? Have, I don't even know. I have. Um, you, you were I very, very gray on, on that answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, because uh, I don't want to upset my uh, my turtle brethren that clearly outnumber the. Uh, what is it like seven GI Joes I have on the show? I don't want to start a, a war. Like Toy Story happens in this room, right? When I'm not here, they all get up and fight. And the poor GI Joes, they are a little bit outnumbered at the moment. So I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say seven out of ten. You know, I'm not I'm not all the way there. I haven't you know I haven't moved out of home just yet, shall we put it? So um, yeah, seven. Well, the question was, do you feel more masculine? I'm more so masculine. Seven wow. out of ten? Seven out of ten? Is that your answer? I think that's pretty fair. I think my wife would agree. So. 
Well, there we go. That was the, those Just were the, the thrust and demand who Fantastic. he was dating. <laughs> that was wonderful. I don't think we've seen Frank laugh like that ever. So that was, oh, far out. That was wonderful that, to see. That skin tone. He, yep. turned, he yeah. went red in 10 seconds. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. Thank you, Yilly, for that. Everything is awesome. We are going to head into our next topic, which is around grading. And we have done a bit we did a bit of research i don't know ben the master of all our episode numbers probably back around 150 around grading and pros and cons but we have with us today a, a, a grading expert someone who does live in the united states where sending off these precious figures to get graded is less of a challenge than than <laughs> halfway around the world but but gilly we did want to touch on on you know what is your kind of mindset in the grading space, what kind of items do you like to get graded? When and why? And and what's sort of your logic for doing it? Well, there's a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> let, let me think. Let me think how to how to address this. I for starter, you said oh, someone that lives in the U.S. and I cannot not. It just it you know it it hit me. I I do CIS for many reasons. Like everything that I grade, I do it with collector archive services a i know them i trust them um b they're 45 minutes away from my place yeah that's, oh, that's yeah. awesome yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i would rare i would i don't see myself putting stuff on the mail no yeah and waited for it to come back it's double the risk uh it's not and i'm not talking about the grading company i'm talking about the the you Post- know the carrier that yeah the postal risk. I, I, to- I wouldn't i wouldn't be able to sleep yeah, uh, you know, by thinking of a prototype lost in the mail, so I drive myself yes. to their place, drop stuff, and pick up whatever is ready <laughs> to to be picked up. That's that's one of the big reasons. Again, I trust them. They're they're I really like how they work, and at the same time, their display um, techniques are wonderful. I, yes. I really like that. So that's that. In a nutshell, that's one of the main reasons why I do CIS. But now that I'm thinking you guys all the way in Australia, but let me reverse the question. Um, what's your train of thought on that, of sending a piece to be graded and then waiting for the piece to get back? But personally, I wouldn't no. do it no. because one, the cost of the shipping, I think it's just with shipping and, and being in Australia, it, it, it seems illogical from a cost perspective. But just having an item go to a location to be packed and then that item is then shipped back. It just seems like you've got a risk of, you know, it damaged to the item. So it's just yeah. been graded, but potentially within that acrylic case, damage can occur. Or and even, like even said, when it goes there, though. Yeah, you know, like before, before it gets there. Before it's got the acrylic case 100%. around it. Yeah. And then um, the, the risk of something being lost. Like you said, yeah. uh, you're not, you're not going to grade your, your 1999 Anakin from the Phantom Menace, right? <laughs> Generally, I mean... I, I have. <laughs> I was going to say, French friend, you get the Jar Jar done, though. Um, <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. But in general, yeah. the things you're grading are the things that are very valuable. Um, and that so that there's the inherent risk. I guess it's, it's probably not for me. But if I had 45 minutes down the road, yeah. it would be a different story because some of the ways they package particularly loose figures... And, and then if you put that loose figure on the shelf and it's got the figure and it's got the accessories all in that beautiful acrylic case, that is a very beautiful museum quality way of displaying something. Mm. And I really like that 
that aspect. Yeah, well, just doing a quick a quick little uh, Google as you were talking there, Trent. Basically, I, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Gilly, but there's CAS that you've mentioned, and then AFA, of course, is the other big one correct. that most people would know. From an Australian perspective, you're talking uh, two to three months turnaround as far as from when you send the figure off to when you get it back. That's based on the the cheaper option, both as far as shipping and, and the grading and stuff. Or you can expedite it and send it out and basically get it within a sort of seven to ten day window and you're looking a hundred to two hundred dollars to to do that. So you've then gotta, you know, to your point, look at the the cost of that and go, is this really gonna, you know, is that worth it as far as grading is all about, in my opinion, the maintaining that value and go this is what this figure is worth and it's been vacuum sealed and this is what it, it will always be at worth at least that much most probably more is that going to be worth it for your 1999 anakin sort of thing like um as, look personally i've never done anything like that i've sort of looked at it loosely and just gone nope i mean i'm also the sort of crazy cat that just opens everything i get anyway so it's kind of almost a bit of a moot point so yeah, I don't know. Ben, have you had any experience I, with grading? I've bought two graded items. I've got a comic book graded, uh, the very first issue of Aliens from Dark Horse from uh, 1988, I think mm. it was. Uh, yeah, mm. just because I'm mad about Aliens and it was up for grabs and I thought, well, hell, why not? Uh, so I've got that and uh, I've got a shredder of all, you know, surprise, surprise. Uh, also 1988, uh, the 10-back shredder that was, when I was looking for a, carded shredder i wasn't particularly looking for a graded one but for an extra 20 bucks i could get the graded one you know shipped to me versus a ungraded one and i thought well here's my chance you know i'm going to get the graded one and yep. it's exactly what i'm looking for and then it's preserved with that uh, seal of 75 i think i've graded it so not perfect but certainly um you know i've got a threshold of what it's you know quality mm, is like yeah, yeah. And it, uh, yeah, I'm I'm very happy with that. And at least I know it's dust free, it's sealed, it's properly kept the card straight with the little holders in place and things. Uh, would I go and grade anything else? No, uh, no, no interest because uh, it's just too expensive for for me. Where, it, but if I was particularly looking for something, I would consider buying a graded item if I didn't have any intention of uh, photographing it or mixing it up in my dioramas, uh, you know, that uh, that or all those sort of mental mind games have to be played out through my head. So, yeah. I think well, Ben's I, hit I, the nail I'm... on the head. Sorry, go first. Go, go ahead, Darren. Go I was ahead, just going to say, no, I think no, Ben's please. hit the nail on the head. Uh, for me, if there's an opportunity to get something that's already been graded, that's already sealed, you know, that's very tempting. Uh, as far as actually sending something I've already got, and risking, as you said, two different postal services in two different directions. That's probably that's totally unappealing. The co high cost of shipping from Australia. Um, Val Staples once said um, when he was getting exclusives many years ago, Australia is the most expensive country on earth to ship to. We're <laughs> even more expensive to ship from. It's cheaper so, to yeah. ship to the moon and back. Yeah. So, um, so, um, <laughs> so you do that, and you add the insult to injury that perhaps your figure is not comes back in not the condition it left in mm. and I mm -hmm. just don't think it's worth the risk but I'm all over you know opportunities you know if, if there's something I really want and it's already been done for me yep no of course if it is if you if you've come across the the, the piece that is graded but there there 
I mean, I'm obviously part of the grading community and, I, and mostly as a buyer, I have no interest or, or shares or anything with any of these companies, <laughs> um, but filming them and talking about them and getting my pieces graded, I, I have a very particular um, reasoning behind it, but I'm going to talk on, on a broader perspective. I'm, I'm very curious about a comic book, Ben. Yes. Because I haven't, I haven't gone that far. And I don't know, going like combining a little bit of the reasoning behind opening Legos in Trent's world, which is an odd occurrence of him opening something <laughs> that is sealed. Um, in it's, I, I don't know. I think I have issues with a comic book not being able uh, to be yeah read well readable I mean, it, ever it, again. It goes without saying. I've got multiple copies of this Aliens comic, but this one was first print. I think they had up to five prints of them back in mm -hmm. the day because it was just so amazingly popular and things. And uh, so I've got you know I've got single issues of that particular comic, and then I've got you know omnibus and uh, trade paperbacks of this series as well that collects them uh mm -hmm. it was just it wasn't something i was particularly pursuing it's just oh look it's there you yeah. know uh, while you feel into your lap? when when i'm looking for that particular item and then bam it's right there in front of me and it the you know at the time the uh overall cost wasn't you know as much as it would be today uh so you know i jumped on it and i'm a happier man 20 years ago than you know i would probably not be able to afford it now uh, than it than I was back twenty years ago when I did buy it. So do you think you well, still would have? I'm sorry, that's because you have multiple of the same one. Well, what if it, if you haven't? That would no. you would you jump into that? Mm. I'm sorry, no, probably Frank, not. Right? No, because I I buy comics to read. Right, I buy comics to get the whole story out and things. And uh, I think I had like I think I'd read the comic or read the uh, adapted novel of the book first. Uh, from the comic series so i knew the storyline but i wanted to, to get the individual copies of each because they were just so amazing and while i was doing my little bit of research i found it and, it, and i'm like oh i'm gonna grab that because you know why not mm. <laughs> i was I, I think i was even still like living at home and things so i had my heaps of money to burn back when i was living <laughs> under mum and dad's roof as opposed to now you know <laughs> so mm. Well, acrylic definitely, greater or not, acrylic definitely upgrades the display yep. game. Yeah. Like your shelf, there's a shelf before and after acrylic pieces. I mean, from a from a museum type of look perspective, acrylic is just the the best way to go. You know, I, once again, you're not going to be able to army build or put in a diorama or stuff like that. But that then that leads to so why do you do this? Mm. In my particular case, I go by by uh, by a set of uh, I believe it's three three the three specific points. The first one, I don't want to put my fingers on that piece. That's the first thing. Is that it's just something that I want to be touching constantly. If it if the answer is no, like a prototype, for example, what better way to enjoy the prototype than to have it properly cased and 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 this in display within acrylic? B. Um, can I can I stand it up by itself? For example, I have um, well, they're they're not very close to. Uh, I have a Petsodan promotion from India that did GI Joe back in the day, and they come the GI Joe figures. They come tied to to a to a tiny piece of cardboard that is not even a blister. It doesn't have a bubble. There's no way to stand them up without damaging the car. 
the best way to displace those pieces was to case them in acrylic, you know? Right. Yep. 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 So that's, that's another reason right there. And then the third one is this really something that must be preserved at all costs. Once again, that pushed me back to prototypes. UV protection, um, um, dust, as we all know, is one of our biggest enemies. Um, are, are these pieces that can, well, I don't mind if a little bit of sun eventually hit it, uh, you know, even though that my windows are, are fully blocked and I, I literally was able to block the sun completely from my rooms. Um, am, am I going to, am I going to stay up all night thinking of UV rays and that piece on the shelf? <laughs> no. Uh, is dust going to potentially damage the piece, uh, the piece on the shelf? No, that's one of the reasons why I do it. I, you know, honestly, and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not part of the company, even though that sometimes I sound like I, I'm, I'm promoting it. I don't even care about the grading part. I don't even care about what number the piece get. Mm. As long as it is properly preserved and I can display it nicely and it, it is not going to get dusty and it's not going to get exposed to UV rays. That's what does it for me. Yeah. Some people that I know, they actually, they, they don't care about any of what I just said. And they actually go for the grading number of it because in a world of reproduction pieces and in a world of nowadays is getting with Star Wars, for example, it's getting really, really, really hard to identify what's real and what's repro. Having a piece containing one of these cases for some people with a number on it, with a seal of approval, yep. these these pieces, they, it's not just one guy on a desk. They, they go through a committee and they, they criticize the piece, they analyze the piece, they check the provenance. Having that seal of, it, it kind of guarantees that the, the piece is real. Yes. So mm. that's another big reason. People does it because, okay, this is a way to prove that this particular piece, again, this doesn't, uh, the Anakin from 1999 doesn't qualify for this, <laughs> but, a, but a prototype does, or a jack face with all the, yep. with all the accessories that, yeah. that does it, that does a deal like, okay, which leads to, if I ever which is not my case, but which leads to if I ever want to sell this piece, what better way than to have it graded because it's pretty much ready, packed, sealed, confirmed, um, authenticated, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, authenticated, and is yeah. ready to put on the market. So there, there is a myriad of angles for for someone to make to pull the plug and to and to actually have something graded. Cool. I think that I think that responds everything. Yeah, yeah. That's a, no, it's a very it's a very Perfect good way. response, and it, it gives an insight because I I love I love display is a big one for me and for any collector. And, and Guillermo, looking at your backdrop here, I'm I, I mean, it's it's mind boggling. The the Joes, uh, it, it's so nicely presented. There's a just a a flag sitting there, you know, US flag, USS flag there with a very uh, masculine Frank. Yeah, look at this <laughs> apex predator right there. Yeah, I feel like you're compensating, but that's all right. <laughs> no one in this room is green or eating pizza. <laughs> um, but no, that that's fantastic, and there it's is a great. Green castle, which goes to show yeah. that oh, yeah. you've got some exquisite taste when it comes to places. <laughs> Actually, okay, great, great example. Let me see if I can reach it. Uh, oh. Even though that this is going to be audio and not video. Oh, there it goes. And it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. No about longer it. be. Oh, it's in acrylic. Oh. It's not broken. No. Battle Armor Skeletor. 
is a rotoplast made in Venezuela, Skeletor. Wow. From my childhood that oh. I obviously do not want to put my greasy fingers on it. Yeah. Yep. I would love to preserve it from UV rays. And I don't want it to get dusty because these are getting more scars than ever because the situation in Venezuela is getting from worse to, to nightmare. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it displays lovely. Yeah, um, it's beautiful. Uh, vintage Masters of the Universe has an issue that we all um, face and it's the the fact that the, um, the I don't want to call it the O-ring, but the, the rubber band the joints, decays yeah. and eventually it's going to split away so by holding it like this even though even if the rubber band vanishes in there yeah, yeah this piece will always look like it's it's you know standing up mm. so that's a perfect example i i do have a battle armor skeletor made not in america but made you know for american market but it's not graded by any means yes quick yeah. question for you Gulema. That that the battle armor that you had on the Skeletor, it's in the the bat position. The clean. The clean, like un 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 undented. Dented. Is there a risk that that will move in yeah. the in the plastic in the acrylic? Yes, of course. Yes, and and, and it happens. It, it happens to me with Joe's. I had a sap that I have to take back because, for some reason, you Frank mentioned Toy Story. But the sap that I have keep looking towards the, the east or towards, towards <laughs> the right. So it, three months later, the sap was just giving me a profile shot. And I'm a visual guy. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, yeah. So that every single one of my Joes needs to be looking straight up because they're soldiers and it's to be firm and standing, you know, standing for. So sap, for some strange reason, keep keep twisting. <laughs> his head mm -hmm. in an angle so i took it back and they put like some sort of restrainer or holder <laughs> <laughs> a neck brace so, yeah. right so he doesn't he doesn't twist the head for some reason wow. so yeah that happens there you go that happens. that happens a lot yeah cool right so so i'm just curious like in this era of like you say you're not fussed about the number it's all about the the preservation and and you know keeping it in a in a sealed box in this era of like 3d printers and stuff if you had a way to be able to make a box to fit your battle armor skeletor or whatever it is you would do that yourself so you don't yes. necessarily need the the number or someone to approve yes. it yeah as a matter of fact the carded carded figures i rarely have rarely have carded figures graded but i do get the acrylic yep. case for yes it because yeah, right. they're they're built by ian for example makes them standard just by the the case for the whatever if it is vintage or modern mm. or whatever he probably has a he probably has a one size fits them all yep. type of case and i just put the figure in there the, but seal it back on it's not permanently sealed and i have it i have it on display however once again, going back to this Skeletor, this is a custom-made case. Mm. It's not you. You cannot have, a, or someone hasn't figured it out to make like you know like a template type of case that you can just put a figure in there because they're all different and mm. uh, without I, I rattling have, around. Yeah, yeah. I I do have a bunch of non-graded items in acrylic. Interesting, and that's the same through the same uh, venue, or just you go somewhere else for that. No, somewhere else for that. Right. Uh, Ian, Ian, uh, what's his name? Um, she's going to kill me. Uh, 
he's uh, he's actually his sister i believe has businesses in uh, they have a business gw acrylic that's the name of the company okay um they they do have a they do have a office in australia okay that's cool and it's run by his sister yeah yeah right he's he's here in florida and i think they they're originally from the uk so they're they're on a global expansion because I, i do believe that they have an office in the uk he happens to be here in Florida, and his sister is running the same business there in Australia. So, so I can get and acrylic they, cases for my Joes because I don't want to touch them. Is that is that what you're saying? Because <laughs> they're making Correct. me too masculine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too masculine. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. want. I don't want to. Oh, I don't want those uh, those hormones. Yeah. Hormones. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna so you're gonna experience more hair in your chest and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to jump into a last quick session, and that is our one. I don't know if you've got a, a theme song queued up for us, Master Frank, but it's reading, watching, playing, and this is just a quick round the room to see what we've been up to, whether it's watching the latest, you know, show from Disney Plus, um, playing a game, or reading something. Reading, watching, playing. And if that isn't the most masculine voice <laughs> for an intro, I don't know what is. Uh, ben, we might start with you. Yeah, okay. I've uh, got into a new series called Sweet Tooth. Apparently, it's mm. got uh, you know ties to a DC comic series. Uh, it's very sort of think zombie apocalypse. You know, uh, the, uh, everyone starts to get a disease and wipes out a lot of the population. But then the people that do have kids come out uh, the kids are born with mutations in the sense that some of them have pig ears and pig noses some of them one of them has antlers uh, some of them have tails like a dog and things like that so this is a very uncool version of the x-men that's yeah what it well that's like. right yeah so of course <laughs> pig nose the, um, the, so- <laughs> the society that survives blames the uh, sickness and things uh, on the uh, you know mutated kids and things mm. uh, the hybrids and uh, they hunt them and things like that. And of course, you know, there's parents out there that smuggle their kids out of this, out of the regular uh, society. And uh, we follow the uh, father figure that grow, um, a little kid grows up with antlers, like mm. deers, uh, antlers, and uh, they stay over in Yellowstone Park, you know, where it's got fencing and things like that. And he brings up the kid to, you know, believe that, oh, uh, you know, all these things that he tries to teach. Very cool series quite family friendly like it's not you know too much blood and violence not much blood and violence in more um you know intend like what's it called implied Implied, Mm. yeah stuff so uh very cool series highly recommend i'm only about five or six (laughs) episodes in uh but yeah watching it with the missus uh i'm re-watching invincible freaking love that series (laughs) yeah and uh i read something believe it or not i read something yeah Gamera, the the other kaiju. So you've got Godzilla, um, mm. but uh, Gamera, Scott lent me some comics and things. And it's the first time I've actually learnt about Gamera because you think Marvel and DC, that's what sort of Gamera and Godzilla are. They're, they're uh, okay. you know, on different Options. playing fields yep. and things. And Gamera, you'd love Gamera, Frank, because he is a giant kaiju turtle. Oh, uh, that, hello. That, that spins around in space and things like that. How and, masculine uh, is yeah, that? Hey? Yeah, yeah. He looks, he looks you super lost me awesome. A turtle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that was really cool, interesting read for sure. Nice. Mm. 
Um, I'll go next. Uh, I've been watching uh, on Netflix, and I know it's a little bit dated now, but The Last Dance, or Last Dance, depending on where you're from in the country. Um, that Ooh, Michael is Jordan. Michael Jordan, yeah. Or, or your masculine level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, like any kid sort of growing up in the 90s, I, I sort of dabbled in basketball. I was absolutely terrible at it. But you couldn't go anywhere without hearing about the, the almighty Chicago Bulls and, and their amazing sort of run. Uh, and this series is great. Like, I, I haven't delved in... I, it was amazing to me how many of the names I, I remembered. Or Hor- you know, everyone knows Michael Jordan, of course, but Horace Grant and, and these sorts of... Scotty sort of, Pippen was Scotty Pippen, of course, you know. And it, it's stuff like Scotty Pippen, arguably the second best player in the league at that time, but was not even in the top 100 for his pay packet. You go, how does something like that happen? And the stories are behind it. And it's, it's great to see these guys, you know, MJ and that, who are looking a bit bit heavier than they did back in the day and, and sort of they're talking, you know, in the past and the present and stuff. So that's that's been really cool to watch. Um, haven't been doing too much reading, so I'm going to skip over that. Playing, I've actually been uh, dusting off the PS4, which has been gathering quite a bit of dust. Uh, God of War. Uh, the most recent addition to God of War. I realised I'm terrible at computer games now. Which, <laughs> yeah. which as Join someone, I, I, I was a gamer. But before I, before toys became a big part of my life, I considered myself a gamer. And God of War, I'm playing. Yeah, go through the tutorial and the early levels. Got to the first sort of real serious boss, and I just died three times. Even though it was set on easy, and I'm just like, well, that's me retired. I'm, uh, <laughs> I think I'm officially done. I'm signing out. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was a little as bit. As long disheartening. as you enjoyed it, that's the main thing. Well, I I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a clench the controller moment, and I was like, oh, I just need to reset and uh, go do something else. Where's the option just to watch the story? Yeah, well, that's exactly. <laughs> just it. let me click X a few and times. And that's the beauty of these these modern games is they often have a setting where you can go, eh, you don't. Really, but the, the pride in yes. me goes, no, I want to at least complete it on normal. Yeah, right. The, but the the option to go ah, just mash a few buttons and you'll make it. I was like, no, I can't do that. But I may have to because I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to us all, my friend. <laughs> what about you, Trent? Um, I've been enjoying well one episode of Loki. Oh yes, on the, yeah, uh, yeah, on, yep. on Disney Plus. Um, and I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I. I'm also trying to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I was sort of <laughs> watching. I got up to the, the Zemo dance club sequence and it really was. It was literally one sec. I, I yeah. want the Zemo cut. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the I loved Loki. I thought mm. it was quirky. It was fun. It had a very distinct aesthetic to it. The, the sort of almost that sort of 1950s bureaucratic yep. setting. And and the jokes that come with that, um, I thought was great. Very Terry Gillian, I yes. thought. Yes, um, yes. I I, it, I I I pictured the the movie Brazil with Robert De Niro. Mm. Um, you know, just that that kind of endless red tape scenario, <laughs> and I thought that was that was really great. Um, in terms of video games, it's all about Mario Kart at the moment. Oh wow! So we have a thing called Family Mario Kart Night, and it really is that the kids get an additional allocation of screen time beyond um. what they've had during the day so they push for this family Mario Cup but it's, it's lovely we play four player uh, nice. what, uh, together what one on the Switch yeah what on is, the Switch yeah. not Nintendo cool. Switch yep, yep, yeah. yep. Um, so there, there's that and yeah reading I, I think it's re- it's literally only old 
toy fairs, tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's mainly uh, keeping it on and, brand. And yeah. Look, realistically, I'm not doing much reading. I'm mainly <laughs> looking at pictures. <laughs> Trent, you're not you're not watching the Bat Batch. I haven't. No, no. I I have found it difficult to get into animated Star Wars. So I did try Clone Wars early season, uh, season one when it when it came out, and I couldn't get into it now i did hear the final couple of seasons were phenomenal um oh you're missing out yeah i know and i do want to kind of go back and it's sort of like where do i go back do i go back to midway through so season one so you haven't seen rebels or nah. any of that Nah, nothing or... i tried i tried oh, um i tried so rebels. many hours of good good content waiting for you <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i know so oh, I it, agree. It, it is on my list and 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 bad batch will probably then fall out at the right timing maybe mm. well Wednesday night I got to watch Loki as well um, so I just because I'm copying everyone else but no, <laughs> no seriously I enjoyed it um, immensely I have been watching The Bad Batch and I've been enjoying it and I've been watching Superman and Lois I've been enjoying oh, yeah. that and I don't normally Ooh. go down that DC... CW is it yeah mm-hmm. I don't normally go down their, their Arrowverse yep. but I've really been enjoying that and I have been reading Batman Tales of the Demon, which is, oh, um, nice. well, rereading it, which is the, the very first appearance of Ra's al Ghul, or Ra's al Ghul, depending on how you like to pronounce it in Talia. What, what and era is that? That'd that's be like... 1970s. Yes. Oh, 1972, wow. I believe. Oh, right. uh, Dennis O'Neill, um, you know, very you know, very early when they were sort of, when he was re- returning Batman to the Dark, dark. Roots. Yeah, after, okay, the, 60s, uh, yeah. after yep. the Adam West TV series, because right. the comics were were very much reflecting that what was on television. Mm. Yep. He sort of took it back back to the dark roots and um I I've I've got that in trade paperback. I've had it for years, but you know, I just I saw it on the bookshelf and I thought, I'm gonna read that again. I cool. enjoyed that back in the day and you know, it's very nicely adapted in Batman the Animated Series for anyone who doesn't like reading. Um it takes that story like literally. And um, the the other thing that I've been reading is I received the Masters of the Universe, the toys of He-Man and the Masters oh, of the yeah. Universe. Mm. Um, Still don't have that. Dark yeah. Horse. Yep. And um, also the the PowerCon exclusive supplement guide. And I've been I've been going through them and you know that you know pretty much every every night. You know, yeah. Like. Nice. Did, did you have the white gloves and like the tweezers and that were heated up just it, a bit? Yeah. It, it is. He's it is something that, that is. He's going to get it graded. Yeah, yeah it is something that is very special. To Don't forget, he, he got three versions. That's right. Yeah. One's holding up the coffee table, as yeah. I understand. One is yeah. basically in the bookshelf, never to be used. It's like museum. You know, that's the museum. That's the graded piece. one. He, he's yeah. still yeah. looking for that customizer that's going to do each page individually, <laughs> slabbed. You know, I like that. It's the only person that I know that army builds books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then one one is like my go-to Bible that I'll I will always be reading. That will be like you know you know part of my accessory pack that you know um, never leaves me kind of thing. That's um, you know because it's just such a beautiful beautifully done book and covers so many wonderful lines. But yeah, no, that's that's what I've been what I've been reading and watching. I haven't really been playing anything lately. What about you, Gilly? Well, before 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 I jump into repeating some of the stuff that you guys said. Um, uh, where you mentioned Rasa Ghoul, where where are you with the uh, McFarland figures of the DC multi? I haven't been buying a lot of the McFarland stuff. I did get the Wonder Woman eighty four movie figures, and I did get the and I have ordered the the Snyder J 
Justice League stuff. I haven't got them yet. And I'm all in on the Batman 66 stuff. I've been main... Because, you know, space and money and everything's, you know, a consideration. I've, I've sort of been cherry-picking the McFarlane stuff. What about yourself? I be, I'm be i trying to be very selective with that, with that line. Uh, yep. Not to go deep into that black hole. But I, I was avoiding them... I think I was avoiding more that line than COVID. Was, uh, <laughs> like if I go to a store, I, I, I always thought that I was going to get infected by touching them because I knew that once so I So you're wearing your mask, you're staying you're oh, 1.5 meters away. I, and... <laughs> I love how they pose. But for one of the videos, we needed, I found the perfect excuse because we needed, it was about the Snyder cut in Spanish. So... I'm like, oh yeah, let's do B-roll with those figures, and then, <laughs> and of course, I got, I bought a, a few to do the B-roll, and I just fell for it. But I'm trying not to, I'm, I'm not playing the completest game with that, yeah, because it, it just doesn't make sense. I don't have any room for them; they're huge, but I love them. McFarlane is just That's producing. Why I asked them. Yeah, he's producing them too fast. So yeah, much. how is he so much. doing that when no other company can do them that fast? That's what I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Crazy. Well, that that shouldn't be a problem, Ben. How are they selling them? How are they selling them? I've seen a few people posting lately saying that they're peg warmers. What are you, what are you seeing? Peg warmers. The, yeah. I don't. Well, there's. I, I don't know. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. At least not in my area. They're yeah, not cool. peg warmers. They, they fly, yeah, I wondered they fly if it was fast. Just one. You can still find. It, it depends. Like, I don't. For some weird reason, I, you can still see a lot of Joker's Arkham Asylum um, video game version of it uh, all over the place. I don't know. In my area, people doesn't like to. They don't seem to like the Green Arrow for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, the Green Lantern. I'm sorry for some reason. That's the one that I see the most. But I rarely see a Batman or a Superman. They just fly. Yeah, but they're know, unintended. Yeah. They fly off the <laughs> shelves very, very fast. Those are amazing figures. Yeah, yeah, they that they are. Are you army building them as well? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. How can he when he's when he's got fifteen attorney and guards? <laughs> <laughs> Cannot wait to see that though. I'm not going to army build fifteen of them. Obviously, one of them's going to stay mid <laughs> Well, uh, going back to the questions, I mean, besides having two shows in post production and <laughs> and one going weekly now, I I rarely have time to watch stuff. I I. I'm trying to catch up with Invisible. Invincible. I'm oh, almost the there. Bomb. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I think I, in order to, to pronounce myself on it, I have to finish them. At the beginning, it kind of, it kind of hit me that it was, it was like, oh no. Okay. So we got a flash and we got a Superman type yes, and we yeah. got a, I, I thought I was a little bit turned down by the yeah. lack of, you know new powers or originality yeah yeah Yeah. you have a new canvas and you can do whatever you want where are you gonna do a version of the justice league and and combine with gore and and zombies right you know yep so but it got interesting and 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 i'm at the moment where where the superman wannabe is fighting with invincible and i just i'm there i haven't been able to catch up with my girlfriend, I'm doing an experiment that is actually panning out very well. It's just taking forever because we're both very busy and we, we get to do this like once a week. In order, she she was not into Marvel at all. She was like, oh, I haven't seen some of the movies. I haven't seen EXO and EXO. So I'm like, you know what? 
let's just do a marathon and let's watch them in the order that they're supposed to be watched. Yes. Mm. But I found a guide that uh, dictates in what order you're supposed to to play the movies, including the series. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. Right. Real, and the one shots. Yep. So I cannot recommend this more to anyone out there, even if you've seen them watch them in that specific orders including the series and the one shots it's just it makes you admire mo more the the brilliance of on these people building up to end game in such a majestic way because yes. everything is connected in a in a beautiful way and so right now we are on season one we're supposed to watch from one to seven uh, of Agents of Shield, Oof. and that's before the, for the Dark World, I think. Uh, it's I'm, I'm following the the the, the, mm. the timeline thing, but it's is a really nice experience, and I'm doing this on purpose, um, building up for um, Agent Romanoff. What's her name? Black um, Widow. Black Widow. Right. I want to see that one in movies and in, in the theaters. I saw Loki and I felt I like I, I'm in love. Yeah, yeah. So it's far, very cool. The, yeah, the best one, the best one so far out of all the. I mean, if you put the Fal the Falcon, One Division, and Loki, like the first episode of Loki is one of the best things I've seen all year, mm. Marvel related. Like mm. I'm I'm completely down for it. Yeah. Reading wise, I, I regrettably I don't have a, as much time as I would love to. I have one book waiting which is called Building an Empire. And it's an, a, a lovely book about the creation of the Star Wars figures back in the day. Oh, yes. That sounds good. Yeah, okay. I love that story. Sitting on my desk yeah. waiting for me okay. to have time to read it. Very nice. good. Wonderful. Um, we're going to wrap this episode of Toy Power, but it's been an absolute pleasure. And it always is an absolute pleasure having you on, Guillermo. It's just wonderful to chat and we, we should do it more often. Because it's yep. always Agreed. it's always a highlight. It's always a privilege. So thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your your wonderful knowledge about toys and giving us the hard questions, <laughs> giving Frank the hardest question, uh, oof, and, and giving us recovering. and giving us a bit of an update on what you've been up to. It's been an absolute pleasure, and we thank you so much. Frank says he no, needs to shave you. after this. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank thank you guys so much. I I I really love your show, and I and I. I really, really love to interact with you all. I mean, we're all like-minded individuals. We're in the same page. Some of us are in the same age range. Some of us have the same type of uh, testosterone and hormones. <laughs> some some don't, but we're, we'll still try to find a middle ground. Yeah. Know, so I love it. I'm glad we're accepting of people of all, all walks of life. It's I good am to very know. accepting, and I don't judge, and I, I support any, any type of tendency. Yeah, if it... <laughs> You're very supportive and inclusive. You even support turtles collectors. <laughs> I do, actually. Gilly, please uh, plug where people can find you and your link trees and all that sort of jazz. I always forget that that question pops up. Pl and plastic plastic universe. I don't handle the social media accounts because oh. I'm not that guy, but it's we, we made a rebrand not so long ago, so mm. now everything is under Plastic Universe. Yes. So a Plastic Universe is the umbrella that holds Galaxy the Plastico, Plastic Chats, uh, Plastic Crack, and wink, wink, 
two more coming in because we have two more stuff um, in the pipeline. Ooh, Ooh. All right, fantastic. Right. Yeah, and it's yeah, easy. I always, I always love to drop those bones <laughs> in the show. I yeah. always do it. And we love that you do it. Yeah. 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 It's going to be in the summer. I don't know where I'm going to find the time to do it, but it's <laughs> happening. Um, uh, but uh, it, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram by clicking Plastic Crack Film or um, searching for Plastic Universe, either or will we'll pop up. Beautiful. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. And no thank you to everyone for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power. So great to have your company and to all our patrons. Thank you for your support. Take care and stay safe, everyone. And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review otherwise we just assume we're awesome We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people Want to learn more? Go to giantsizeteamup.com where you can find us a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.